Welcome to the Pack Leader Mentality Podcast. I am your host, Antonio Diaz, and I'm the owner and founder of Leader of the Pack Canine Training right here in Las Vegas, also known as Leader of the Pack LV on social media. I wanted to use this first episode to tell you all about me, how I got started, my training philosophy, and my balance approach, as well as what you can expect from this podcast. I started my business a little more than seven years ago with the goal of keeping dogs out of shelters and in their homes by educating, empowering, and inspiring dog owners to be better leaders for their dogs. My love for dogs started way back in the day when I was about three years old and I begged my parents for a dog and I even tried to sneak a dog into the house when I was about four. And my mom was not having it. She was not about that life. She did not want a dog. So I had to settle with hanging out with my grandfather's German Shepherd and my neighbor's Black Lab whenever I had the chance. It wasn't until I was about eight years old when I was finally able to convince my mom to let me get my first dog. Her name was Tonka and she was a German Shepherd mix from the local ASPCA. Uh, By the age of nine, I had actually trained her to do all types of tricks and cool things like speak, army crawl, roll over, and even hold a bone or a tree on her nose and then toss it in the air and catch it when I told her to. I didn't know it then, but that was actually the beginning of what would ultimately become my career and my passion. Uh, Fast forward to 2012 after life had gotten in the way for a while. I got into a really bad motorcycle accident that sent me into a bad state of depression. And for whatever reason, the only thing that I could think about was getting a puppy. And after hearing about a guy in the Air Force who needed to rehome his German Shepherd puppy because his wife had allergies to the dog, I met Brooklyn. And side note, her name was actually Calypso uh, when I first met her. And I changed her name to Bailey. And then after about two days, I settled on Brooklyn. And thank God, because she's definitely a Brooklyn. But when Brooklyn saw me, she ran right into my arms. And I knew right then and there that I was not leaving without her. I wanted to give her the absolute best life possible. I wanted to make sure that I could take her anywhere with me without worry. And I knew that with her being such a strong breed, both physically and mentally, that I had to take training her seriously. And I did. In fact, I became a little obsessed. And honestly, that's probably an understatement. I literally took her everywhere and played with her every day. And I trained with her every day. And I trained Brooklyn so much and so often that my wife would uh, often ask me not to take her out with us because my attention to Brooklyn made my wife feel like a third wheel. And I mean, honestly, she wasn't wrong at all. I was all in on training and my attention was always on Brooklyn. And by the time Brooklyn was six months, though, she had already been to three different states uh, on several camping trips on dozens of hikes. And I could literally take her anywhere with me without issue. I would get compliments all the time about how well behaved she was um, and how well she listened. But it wasn't until a very specific day when I was at the park with Brooklyn throwing her frisbee as usual that I had my first real thought and feeling about becoming a dog trainer. And I remember this day so vividly and I'll never forget the feeling that I had deep in my soul when I saw a woman struggling with her uh, young Vizsla. The dog was off leash. The dog actually stole one of my Adidas slides and was running around the park with it. And I wanted to help this woman so much. I wanted to tell her everything that I knew about dog training. But the truth was, I didn't know a lot. Um, I, and I only trained Brooklyn and I just didn't want to be that guy who trained one dog and acted like he knew everything. That's just not me. But that day left me with, uh, such a desire that just stuck with me. I felt like I could actually help people and help their dogs. And I wanted to help people and I wanted to help their dogs. 
I mean, after all, I had done so well with Brooklyn all on my own. And I figured I could expand my knowledge and help people. So I made the decision to go to dog training school. And I went and I graduated at the top of my class in August of 2016. And as soon as I came home from school, I reached out to several rescue organizations and offered to train and work with some of their most troubled dogs at no charge. I got a call back from a home for spot rescue here in Vegas, and I was asked to work with a dog named Hugo, uh, a brindle bulldog who had been returned about three times for aggression. And I worked with him for somewhere around three months and helped him get adopted for the last time. He lived in his new home with his new family for good and was just a completely different dog. And I just did that on repeat. And for the next several years, I continued to volunteer my services and take in shelter dogs in my home and uh, help them and train them to uh, be in homes and find homes and, and also to gain more experience for myself. And this is how my reputation grew here in Las Vegas. And I've learned so much over the years and every person and dog that I've worked with has taught me something. Whether it was, you know, better human communication, better canine communication, learning more about canine psychology, body language, or canine behavior. I've always been able to take away something from uh, my sessions with my clients and their dogs. And over the years, I've studied and practiced several methods and approaches with regard to dog training and dog behavior modification. And I can honestly say that the best and the most effective approach is a rewards-based balanced approach to training. And I know that's a mouthful. And what does it all mean? Well, simply put, it means that my training approach has a heavy emphasis on positive reinforcement. I use food, toys, affection, and attention, and play. About 80 to 95% of my training utilizes positive reinforcement, actively paying attention to and looking for the opportunities to reward dogs for doing the right thing and setting them up for success. Being a balanced trainer also means that I have no problem using aversive training techniques and training tools to provide meaningful consequences to dogs who can benefit and learn from them. Because make no mistake about it, dogs can and do learn from meaningful consequences when applied correctly. For me, being a balanced trainer means considering all parties and perspectives and having empathy for both the dog and the owner. It allows for uh, more compromise and is way more flexible. I would say more three-dimensional and less one-dimensional. For example, I've worked with dogs who don't necessarily need a prong collar, but their owner did in order to be able to have any control over their dog. So I teach the owner how to use the prong collar so that they can be successful and they can get their dogs out on more walks. And equally, I've instructed clients to stop using aversive training tools because it was clearly not necessary, it was not working, and it was damaging to their relationship. As a balanced trainer, I've helped clients who were way too hard on their dogs learn to ease up, be more gentle, and be more forgiving and more patient. I've also helped clients who were way too soft, timid, and intimidated by their dog learn how to be more confident, assertive, and apply some good old-fashioned tough love. The reality is, is that there is no one perfect way to train all dogs or to teach all people how to train their dogs and work through behavioral issues. Everything is dynamic. Dogs are dynamic. People are dynamic. The environment is dynamic. And because of this truth, training must also be dynamic. It has to be. It has to be able to change for both the dog and the owner as needed. Because of this truly balanced approach, I can work with any client and any dog. 
I've been able to recognize in the middle of a training session that my first approach or assumption about a dog wasn't correct or wasn't working and been able to change directions, modify my approach on the spot without hesitation to benefit the client and or the dog because of the flexibility of a balanced approach. The biggest problem in the dog training world today is that it's so polarized. On one end of the spectrum, you have trainers and their followers saying things like, no dog ever needs to be punished, and you should never tell your dog no, and things like, you can solve all your problems with just positive reinforcement, and that it's all backed by science, which, side note, is a complete lie, and I'll be getting into punishment and the so-called science behind that in the next episode. But on the other end of the spectrum, you've got trainers and their followers painting every dog as an aggressive killer, supposedly trying to take over the house that deserves nothing more than to just exist while refusing to use or even see the benefits of positive reinforcement. And honestly, the ones that suffer the most from these polarized ideologies are the dogs and the clients who hire and listen to these radical and irrational trainers. Dogs are social, emotional, sentient beings with their own personalities and experiences that shape and affect how they move and interact with the world around them, just like us. And because of this simple truth, every dog needs to be handled in accordance with who they are and where they are in their journey. This podcast, my YouTube channel, and my social media pages are dedicated to providing a clearer understanding of how to be a better dog owner, a better dog trainer, and learn to be more fluid and versatile when working with and living with our dogs. I want to share my training style with the entire world, a training style that is truly balanced, centered in empathy, rooted in facts, and builds confidence in both humans and dogs, and empowers others to take the lead. And most importantly, it's a training style that actually works. So hit that subscribe button and stay tuned for more content that will change your life and change your relationship with your dog for the better. If you have questions that you'd like answered on the show, please submit them via my Instagram stories at leaderofthepacklv, or you can email us at info at leadyourpacklv.com. I'll be having Q&A days where my wife Layla joins me and asks your questions for you. And I'll be dropping a fresh new episode every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific. So stay tuned. Until next time, keep calm and train your dog. Peace. Thank you.